kind of brings me to my my blank, right? My my journey. So yes, tell um, us. giving that a lot of thought, my um, my fitness journey is my empowering fitness journey, my empowering CrossFit journey. Yeah, because it's it it didn't help me to make that mental shift. Um, and I didn't grow up an at well, I grew up a dancer, so I wouldn't never say athlete. So a lot of those things were not part of my world. So once I stopped dancing, it was hard to find something I liked. And CrossFit gave me that physical and mental space to uh, feel like I could do things that I didn't think I could do or I never imagined doing. What's up, everybody? I'm Chris Davis here with my wife, Megan Davis, and we are your hosts for the My Blank Fitness Journey podcast. During this podcast, we will reveal the secrets that we have used to help our community become more healthy, fit, and confident, and also hear from some amazing people in our community as they fill in the blank and tell us about their fitness journey. Listen in and be ready to be inspired by our guests who, just like you, are superheroes as we dive into their origin story. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the next episode of My Blank Journey Fitness Podcast, where me, uh, Chris Davis, my wife, Megan Davis, owners of Triforce CrossFit, talk to our awesome members and other awesome people we know about their fitness journeys. So today we've got Dr. Melissa Havard on the show. We're going to uh, bring her on in just a minute. We're going to get to know her a little bit and hear about her journey. She does a lot of really awesome things with us. Um, working out herself and then also as a yoga instructor for us. And then is also going to be doing some physical therapy with us. So uh, she's involved at the gym in lots of ways. So before we get to all that, Megan, hello. How are you? Hi. Doing good. Yeah. Yeah. How good? <laughs> Great. <laughs> Great. That's it. That's, that's all I've got. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> So for anybody else out there doing great, um, Megan, this is the part of the episode where you explained to us how uh, your fitness is going. So we got to work out together today. It was a fun workout where we got some deadlifts in and some deadlifts and some deadlifts and some deadlifts. So uh, how was it? Uh, I thought it was really fun. Like I love seeing everybody get a little bit more confident with their deadlifts and I was able to, um, get 10 pounds more on my double. So it was a PR for me today. How about you? Was yours a PR? Ring a ding ding. No way. Uh, deadlifts <laughs> is my party trick, but, um, no, it's not even no. close to my PR, but it's a, maybe a recent PR, which is cool. That's fun. I like deadlifting. I like deadlifting when I walk away feeling well from it. You know, sometimes you walk away feeling like a little beat up or tired or whatever, but, um, the first portion I felt great from the second portion, I didn't feel so great, but, um, <laughs> it will make me stronger and better for the next workout I do. Right. So, yeah, that's it. I learned uh, a few things too about my form. So that was good. So I feel like I keep getting better from that. Like what? Uh, just watching on my deadlift and making sure that my hips don't rise before my shoulders, even when it gets heavy or I get fatigued. So like, stay mindful about that next time a little bit better. Classic deadlift fault right there. Yeah. For all our deadlifters at home, record yourself and watch your butt. Make sure it doesn't shoot up. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, 
what everybody's here for from uh, the Megatron. Tell us what kind of nutritional advice you can partake, you can give to us. What's the (laughs) word that I'm looking for? I don't know, whatever it is. Tell us a nutrition tip, go. All right, so we've been talking about how to maximize your workouts. So the first thing that we talked about was sleep. That is super hard to do, um, but getting you know seven or more hours of sleep is going to help you see the most benefit from your workouts. So the next thing that we're going to talk about is making sure that within 30 minutes to you know maybe two hours after the workout that you get carbs and protein in. So uh, the classic gold standard is basic chocolate milk. So that's an easy one. Um, it has more carbs. It has a higher carb to protein ratio. So that's what we're looking for. And it's really easy to drink. We find that a lot of people right after your workout, you're usually hot. Um, you're not very hungry because exercise in itself kind of um, dulls your hunger or sense of hunger. And so um, that's where you really have to plan to do this, but it drinking is very easy to do. And so we usually like to recommend some kind of liquid um, carbs and protein right after your workout. And that's going to keep you um, being able to recover and build muscle from the work that you put in and also keep you from when your hunger does come back feeling ravenous. <laughs> so you've set yourself up for success by simply um, getting that in. Some people do uh, like just a basic whey protein shake and maybe like some Gatorade or, you know, a fruit, something like that, coconut water. You can mix your way with coconut water. Um, but I think chocolate milk tastes really good. So that's an easy one. And you really do see the benefits from it. Yummy, yummy chocolate milk. Um, yes. Awesome. Oh, that's right. I'm not saying awesome. Everybody I've sworn off using the word awesome, this podcast, my filler word this week is going to be bro. So um, that's what we decided on. And so bro, it is, um, bro, that was awesome. Dang it. Um, good job, Megan. I love the nutrition tip. And I see so many people that, um, spend a lot of time in the gym working out with a goal of trying to increase muscle mass. And then they spend an hour, two hours, three hours, which is too much anyways, but spend a lot of time in the gym. And then they're like, Oh, well, I'm, I'm focused on my gym time and then they lose their gains as they say, because they forgot to refuel. So, um, I love the, the carb and protein ratio that you're talking about, making sure that it's not just protein protein's great and important, but getting in some carbs that our body can refill our muscle, uh, glycogen stores. Right. Yeah. You want about double carbs to protein right after. So, um, if you can do that, it helps. And I think, you know, even if your goal is not to gain muscle, like maybe your goal is more focused on losing fat. I think that gaining muscle is going to help you do that. So I feel like everyone benefits from that. So it's really easy when you leave the gym to, you know, think about waiting to eat, um, until your next meal. But if you can go ahead and get that in, it really does make a difference. Okay. And you got to plan ahead for that. That's true. Like, or else you don't have something to eat. So (laughs) you can't stop at the gas station and get a chocolate milk though. Yeah, it's true. Or a post wad, have a shake ready, ready yeah. to go. Um, okay. So when we have the little single serve packets at the gym, make it easy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You, there's going to be times that you're stuck, have a backup plan, have a, have a first plan, a second plan, a third plan, because 
refueling is important, just like your sleep. Next week, Megan will tell us something else that will help us get the most from our workouts. Right, Megan? That's it. That's the plan. Okay. Sweet. I love this. Um, because it's, <laughs> it's really frustrating to put in time and intensity in a workout and then lose the effort because we didn't follow up with the things we needed to do or prepare ourselves with the things that we needed to prepare with, which maybe you'll talk about in the future too. So. And like we talked about progress leads to motivation. So mm. it's, uh, you know, if you can do those simple little things that help you see that progress, it helps you stick with it a lot easier. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I already gave Melissa a little bit of an introduction, but like I said, she is a doctor of physical therapy. She is a master of yoga, a yoga um, sensei. I don't know what the right word is. I'm sure she'll be able to fill us in. Um, I've taken her yoga classes. They're amazing. I don't do it enough, uh, admittedly, but they're really great. They're based off of kind of the workouts that we've been doing for the week. So she gets us recovered, which would maybe even, maybe that's a tip is do yoga after your workouts uh, to get the most out of it. But anyways, uh, Melissa, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. Yes. Um, have you ever been on a podcast before? I didn't ask no. you this before. Mm -mm. Oh yeah. First one. Newbies. I love mm -hmm. it. Okay. <laughs> you're going to be the star of the show. I can guarantee it. And then you're going to want to start your own podcast because you're going to, you know, tear this one up. So <laughs> here we go. Melissa, um, why don't you just like give us a short bio on who you are and where you came from and, you know, fit your life story into 20 or 30 seconds. Sure. Okay. Um, <laughs> let's see. I moved to St. John's County three years ago, uh, from the Chicago suburbs, which was a pit stop, a 15 year pit stop. Um, originally from Northeastern Pennsylvania, Scranton. Every, everybody knows from the office. It's somewhat, yeah. You didn't know I'm from Scranton. Yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> fun I'm fact. I'm so happy. I'm she so knows fact. Michael Scott, <laughs> right? He was your neighbor? Yeah. Mifflin Avenue is just a regular stomping ground kind of place. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Sorry. So, Sorry. I no. got so excited. I interrupted you. <laughs> I know. I had to drop a fun fact. So, um, yeah. Uh, met my husband in Philadelphia. We've been back and forth between Chicago and Pennsylvania because that's where I'm from. That's where he's from. We landed in St. John's County. Um, we have three kids. Um, they're 26, 23, and 14. And um, yeah, we're very happy to be in Florida. It was uh, the perfect move pre-COVID, the perfect time. And we're glad to be here. And I've been a physical therapist working in all different environments for that time. Um, PT CrossFit yoga. That's my pastimes. Love it. Yeah. It's super cool. Whenever your job is something you enjoy doing and it also meshes with your pastimes and your hobbies. So it all kind of works together synergistically. Um, <clears throat> Today, I know, was kind of a, a fun experience for you. Uh, normally, we share our Bright Spot Friday posts in our group, um, but today we're going to allow Melissa to share some of her bright spots from this week. So hit us with a couple of the, the fun, awesome things that you accomplished this week, bro. 
Sure. I will start with the Friday Bright Spot Friday, and I braved the 6.30 a.m. class this morning, uh, met a whole bunch of wonderful people um, that were inspiring and motivating, and it was a pretty full gym, I have to say. I was really impressed by the number of people that were there at 6.30 in the morning, so shout out to all of them. Uh, but my workout partner was my 14-year-old uh, son, Zachary, who just started high school and is just starting to get into CrossFit. He did the uh, team class with Coach Bridget, and um, now that doesn't fit into his schedule, so he's going to come on over to the other side, and we'll get him rolling there. So that was exciting. And my other break spot this week was seeing all of my yoga friends again, because after a little break, we are back to yoga class. Um, right now at 2.10, uh, Tuesdays, Thursdays, 10.15, and 6.45 on Thursday evening. So quick plug for that. Uh, but it was exciting to get back to yoga class to see everybody, um, again, that I'm used to seeing in class. And a couple new people, too. So that was exciting. Some new members at the gym and some people that were visiting popped into yoga class. So that was great. Sweet. Tell us a little bit more about your uh, yoga classes that you hold at Triforce. Um, maybe members who haven't gotten to sure. uh, take one of your classes, what would they be expecting when they walked in? So uh, first of all, we have everything you need. So you don't need to plan on bringing anything other than yourself to yoga class. We have mats, we have blankets, blocks, props, whatever you need, we have there. So you can just show up and that's enough. Um, the yoga class that I teach at CrossFit is a little bit different than you might experience at a yoga studio somewhere else because we're really tailoring the class to the CrossFit needs. So I'm looking at the programming. Sorry, my phone seems to think it should understand what I'm saying. Uh, so I tailor the CrossFit uh, I tailor the yoga classes to the CrossFit programming for the week. So I'm looking at, was this a really heavy grip week? Was this really heavy shoulders? Um, it goes without saying that everybody's hips and shoulders need some work. So they're always a target, but um, which side of the joint and what capacity are we, you know, are we overtired, overstretched, or how do we provide balance to that? So I'm looking at that programming and also looking at the people that are in the class you know, how they move and what would suit them best. So it's, you know, like the CrossFit classes, it's a, it's a smaller group. So we can kind of take a look and individualize things a little bit. Uh, some people um, might need a little move into poses differently than others. So I'm adapting those poses and those transitions for those people at the same time. Um, maybe it's backing off using props and maybe it's taking things a little deeper to give someone a, a more of a progressive experience. So all that comes together for some good mobility, active recovery, and also body awareness is a big part. Body awareness and breath um, are the two big things that I think yoga can offer CrossFitters that maybe aren't obvious. Um, just being, slowing things down to be aware of your body position and how you're breathing. That's huge. Uh, so when you're doing a CrossFit workout, a lot of times the intensity is high enough that your heart rate gets up. Your, um, 
the respiratory system is feeling a little taxed, you're breathing really heavily. And I think that's really cool that you focus on breathing because not only is it a great tool for recovery and for, you know, breathing into poses and that kind of thing to hope, hopefully like increase mobility, but having that carry over to the workouts of, okay, I'm, I know how to breathe. I know how to breathe correctly. And I know how to adjust the pacing of my breathing. Um, I think that that's hugely important and will help all of our athletes improve their results at the gym. Absolutely. Um, the way you breathe and how you control your breath can make or break your workout. It can add to your efficiency or it can impair your efficiency. Um, and that's going to help you get through things. So yeah, more on that later. Yeah. So I shouldn't be breathing like, <laughs> right. I, I, was nope. do, I was doing that today and the workout was for quality. It's terribly embarrassing. <laughs> Megan, what were you going to say? I, wasn't gonna, I was just laughing at you. <laughs> oh, okay. That's typically what happens. Um, all right. Um, so I, I wanted to kind of go back to the fact that you are a doctor of physical therapy and you can really shape yoga. I haven't been to a lot of yoga studios and taken a lot of yoga classes outside of what you offer. Mm -hmm. And so uh, my experience is honestly pretty limited, but I can't imagine that anybody is as good as you, right? Like <laughs> you, you know what you're doing. You have like a, a really comprehensive background to help people approach yoga in a way that's going to be effective for them individually. Um, I've seen you make modifications and substitutions. Um, I've seen you, it's, it basically turns into a rehab program for some people, you know, like my sister with her elbow and her arm, like it turns into, okay, like we're going to increase the mobility of your frozen shoulder, or we're going to increase the strength in that elbow because, you know, you're not bearing weight through it often. So let's figure out how to make it, you know, appropriate for you and, and effective for you. So, um, I guess, tell me how being a physical therapist has helped you develop your yoga skills. Um, First and foremost, uh, a deeper knowledge of anatomy and biomechanics than you could possibly get in yoga teacher training uh, is a huge foundation. So, I mean, that's a, that's a big plus, um, just to have that perspective. Um, and just being able to look at movement and movement patterns and see how there's dysfunction or there could be uh, maybe larger adjustments or smaller tweaks that would improve efficiency and improve um, muscle recruitment or alignment. Um, sometimes it's just engaging the right muscles in the right sequence that can improve efficiency and alignment. Um, sometimes we're just not from a neurological perspective engaging uh, in the most efficient way. So with yoga, we can slow that down and we can key into that and hit those positions and maintain them. And there's balance and stabilization and all those things we need in CrossFit, but yoga gives us the opportunity to slow it down and go there. So it's, it is kind of like a mini group class, like a mini group therapy session some days. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, it gets to be that. And it also gets to be a mini CrossFit class too, because, you know, we're, <clears throat> I think one really easy example and I had, I'm just dumb, but I had never like really put it together. We were doing a yoga class and we got into, what is it? Warrior one. Mm -hmm. And Melissa's like, and this is just like a jerk where mm -hmm. you receive your jerk. I was like, what? Mind blown. I was like, it is. <laughs> but in CrossFit, everything we're doing is dynamic or most of the stuff right. that we're doing is dynamic. And so we're moving quickly. We're trying to be explosive. Right. Uh, it's all, you know, core to extremity, but at the same time, we're trying to move weight, right? Um, typically. So in CrossFit class, maybe it's really hard for the coach to catch something like, like my back hurts after I do jerks and like, you know, everything looked good. And then you get to yoga and you're holding that position. And Melissa's like, Hey, you're hyperextending your lumbar spine or you're under, you're under extending your thoracic spine or, you know, whatever the thing is like, she, mm -hmm. she has the opportunity to really see it, correct it. And then you can take that. Oh, okay. Like fix my stable and uh, static position. Now, whenever I go to be dynamic and aggressive and have weight applied, now I can apply that same thing. And now suddenly my back doesn't hurt when I'm doing a jerk or I'm able to jerk 20 more pounds just from making the correction that Melissa saw in the, in the yoga class. So I, th I think it's super cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that's awesome. And, and true that it, it helps you with your form, that body awareness, like you said, um, so the classes are scheduled after our other CrossFit classes, the yoga classes are, mm -hmm. is that intentional or not? Absolutely. Um, it is intentional. And a lot of people might want and think that stretching before their CrossFit class is a good thing for them. And while warming up, you definitely want to go through, um, mobility, so you want to go through, but you want that warm up to be more dynamic. You want to be moving the muscles as you're warming up and, you know, you want to move through a decent range of motion, but you want that mobility to be with movement. Um, in yoga, we are holding poses longer. We might take us, take the bodies to end range a little closer um, or push into that end range a little bit. And that's not something you want to do before you need the stability for barbell work or body weight movements and things like that. And the other is a neurological component. Um, CrossFit and exercise in general is uh, very suited to the sympathetic nervous system, that fight or flight, that ramp everything up, um, call it the gas pedal, if you will. Whereas yoga is very suited toward the parasympathetic, it stimulates the parasympathetic nervous system, the body's down regulation, rest and digest, um, brake pedal if you will. And so we don't want to engage that down regulation before trying to do CrossFit because that's just a recipe for disaster. You will not be able to move a barbell. You, you'll feel like a noodle. It just won't, you won't be efficient um, and safe. Um, there's a risk of injury factor there. Um, so it's a much better shift to go from high to low than from low to high. Um, for everyone's safety and just physiologic wellness. And yoga makes you have to poop. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's what I remember about the parasympathetic system. Um, 
I might have just ruined everything that Melissa taught <laughs> us by making a poop joke. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, it, it is like, yeah, yeah. Uh, you do want like focus and intensity uh, for the CrossFit class. And then you can come down for a focus and I want to use the word relaxation. It is a part of it, but yes. like you said, kind of down-regulating things a little bit is, is great. So um, Megan, did you have anything else on yoga before we move on? I want to hear about Melissa a little bit more. That's what I was going to say is I, I've never heard it explained like that. And, um, yeah, but it does. I love, I love hearing your descriptions of yoga, but I also want to hear more about your fitness journey. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. So okay. Melissa, you've done CrossFit before you joined Triforce, right? I did. Okay. Yeah. How was it? So I'm uh, good. Good. Um, I, so I've been a CrossFit long time person. I was doing the math and it's been 11 years. Wow. Um, yeah. A decade of CrossFit. My Congratulations. CrossFit, thanks. My CrossFit journey started 11 years ago. Um, quick backstory. I was a busy mom of three with a newborn with some postpartum depression and just all kinds of stuff going on, hormonal dysregulation, all kinds of things. And I was like, I need to exercise. This is what I need to do. Mentally, that was hard to do. So I found a gym, one of the big gyms that had childcare because I had a two-year-old at the time <laughs> and I was like, okay, he was almost three, but like, okay, he can go into, you know, the childcare room and I can go and do my workout. And they offered three sessions of personal training. And I said, okay, I'll do that. And it didn't go well. <laughs> Maybe I had high standards as a PT. I don't know, but it just didn't what go happened? Well. <laughs> Tell me more. I'm intrigued. Just, well, the, the, the better part of the story is how it went well. So the, the better part of the story is a new manager took over and he called and said, Hey, I noticed that you have two of your free sessions still, uh, unused. Um, why didn't you use them? And can I get you to come in and use them? And I said, sure. Turns out, um, he and some other trainers at the facility, uh, were just starting to get into CrossFit and uh, that person and another trainer there, I ended up working with, um, there are actually three of them, but I ended up working with them more um, to get me there because I would walk into the gym and I would just be overwhelmed with, I know so many things that I could do, but I really can't wrap my brain around what I should do or what I want to do because the problem is I'm in my head too much and I just need to get out of my head. So here I am, tell me what to do. So we clicked uh, talking with them about some things. And so I just signed up for more personal training sessions with them. And as it grew, they said, you know, well, we, one of them started introducing me more to things I hadn't done before. Like uh, I spent a whole lot more time on the rower. Uh, that was something I just hadn't done or um, spending um, time with barbell work. So they were like, I learned how to deadlift. I learned how to clean and jerk. I learned how a lot of things that I just didn't do with the free weight barbell section of the gym, right? That wasn't really the place where the ladies went too much. <laughs> so oh, they ended up, uh, after all this, they're like, you know, why don't you come to the CrossFit gym? And I did. And I went through foundations because I wanted to get the CrossFit foundations perspective 
And my very first CrossFit legit workout was Fight Gone Bad on my 41st birthday. Oh, no. (laughs) That's terrible. Happy birthday to me. It was so much fun. I'm sorry. (laughs) But it couldn't have been that bad because you came back. It wasn't. It wasn't. So um, then I was at, um, well, three CrossFit. Triforce is my third CrossFit gym. So I was that CrossFit gym and then I switched and went to another one and which is, they were all great. Um, and then I moved here to Florida. So that's a short, not so short story of how yeah. I got into CrossFit. I did not know that you were an OG. That's 11 years is, is putting you back towards the very beginning. I like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so you got into CrossFit, um, to help with some mental health issues, also like um, to have some time to yourself and mm-hmm. to feel well. Um, are you finding that that CrossFit is still accomplishing those things for you? Absolutely. Okay. Definitely, which kind of brings me to my my blank, right? My my journey. So yes, tell um, us. Giving that a lot of thought, my um, my fitness journey is my empowering fitness journey, my empowering CrossFit journey. Yeah. Because it's, it, it didn't help me to make that mental shift. Um, and I didn't grow up an at, well, I grew up a dancer, so I wouldn't never say athlete. So a lot of those things were not part of my world. So once I stopped dancing, it was hard to find something I liked and CrossFit gave me that physical and mental space to, uh, feel like I could do things that I didn't think I could do, or I never imagined doing. Um, and just make that mental shift to focus on what I could do instead of what I couldn't do or, you know, progress instead of getting frustrated. Yeah. What are, so, what are some things that you've done recently that have helped you feel empowered? I love that word, by the way, for you. Right. Oh, um, it's tiny, but I'm, I'm back to running short distances again. So all kinds of things. And, and my fitness journey, I feel like my, my journey hasn't peaked, but my physical abilities probably have like all those PRs. Yeah. There, I'm not going to hit those and that's okay. I'm totally fine with that. Um, but, um, I had to take a break from running because the impact on my knees, cause I have dancers knees and just whatever. I mean, I'm lucky I don't have any replacements by now, but I don't, they're good, but I have to preserve them. So I need to be careful uh, looking at the x-rays, knowing what the reality is. Um, I just have to pick and choose, Uh, but I'm comfortable running short distances again. And so that was kind of a a win. That's a huge win. Yeah. Yeah. But I won't jump, like no box jumps. (laughs) No box jumps. Always steps. I don't blame you. Megan, how did box jumps treat you this week? I have a bruise. Yeah. Let's just say that. <laughs> a, a near near miss. Uh, yeah. It happens. Go ahead, Megan. Um, I I think that's awesome. Uh I did um I didn't know that you had, you know, gotten into CrossFit for those reasons. Um, that's very similar to my story as well. Um 
And I do feel that it still really helps me with those things, which is great. So it's cool to hear you getting to see those benefits as well. Um, so, um, do you have a question, Chris? I can. It sounds like you would like for me to have a question, Megan. I would like for you to have one. Okay. Um, so with CrossFit, um, empowering your life, you go to work, uh, a superhero, you go home, a superhero, you come back to the gym, a superhero. Uh, I a hundred percent believe that, um, when we focus on becoming better and we focus on ourselves enough to like actually be motivated to improve, we display our superpowers. And so Melissa, tell us what your real life superpower is. This is a tough one. Um, hmm. But I think after a bit of thought and checking with my husband for his thoughts, I didn't tell him what I was thinking before I asked him. And oddly enough, he came up with the same thing that I did. So I think I'll go with it. Okay. Um, yeah. Which was that my, my nature and my inclination is to be the helper, to always try to look for an opportunity to be of service and help. So, and I think I do that in whatever situation it might be, wherever that is. I think there's, you know, there's always, there's always opportunity to help. There's always someone that could use some help or, so I think that's probably where I'm inclined to go. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I definitely see that in you. Uh, this is a tangent, but it will make full circle. I promise. Um, when you're playing video games, I know that you probably don't play a lot of video games, Melissa, but, um, there's a style of video game called a role-playing game where these different characters have different traits and different roles. Um, and one of the frequent roles is healer. And so this person comes in your party and their job is like, come alongside and to heal and to notice when people need help. And like, so that being said, I think that's you, you know, like you do like when somebody in the gym is, and not just like, yes, with yoga and physical therapy and all that stuff, but when somebody's in the gym and, um, you know, you notice when somebody is sad, like I've seen that, like I've seen somebody like off to the side and, you're the one that goes up and talks to them and engages them and helps them feel better. And like uh, when they're done talking with you, it is visibly noticeable that they feel better. And so I think that's great. Yeah. Now, now, you know, if you're going to be playing games, what, what class you need to be. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, Cool. Well, we don't have a whole lot of time left. Um, I, I did want to ask Melissa. So, you've been with us for long enough to know the, the vision of Triforce, you know, we're trying to help 10,000 people in St. John's County become more healthy, fit, and confident. Um, what would you say, say to somebody who is thinking about doing CrossFit, maybe not even with us, but just in general, you've had CrossFit experience at other gyms. What would you say to somebody that's uh, wanting to do CrossFit? They've heard the stories, they've listened to the podcasts and how it helps with their mental health and, you know, empower people, but, uh, they're not quite ready to make the jump. Uh, how do you help them get started? Sure. Um, be brave, take a moment, be brave and try 
not to be afraid or intimidated by the unknown mm. because everybody in that gym, wherever it might be, Triforce or elsewhere, um, is still learning, is still growing and somewhere on their own journey. And you just might be the person to inspire them on their journey somehow, some way, or, or they might further inspire you. So you just don't know the impact that you're going to have on another person um, or that another person can have on you. So just be brave and, and do it. That's awesome. And it's very random, but I'm wearing my CrossFit shirt that ah. says prepare for the unknown. The unknown. And, um, you know, I, we've had, we've had people give all kinds of good answers to that question, but nobody has said like, do this, be brave. Like it's a lot of just do it, which is fine. But you're saying like, you're going to have to gird your loins. You're going to have to like, you know, take this inner look at yourself and say, I'm going to do this thing, be brave. And I love that. So, um, great answer. Melissa, thank you so much for being on the show. We'll have to have you back on again, especially as you're joining with us in the physical therapy. Uh, I want to see, hear more about uh, how you're helping people in our PT clinic, but um, it's, it's awesome to get to hear your story and, and talk to you today. Great. Thank you. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Yes. We'll see you again soon. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of My Blank Fitness Journey Podcast. If this story inspired you, make sure that you like and subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you're using. If you'd like to reach out to us, you can check us out at triforcecrossfit.com. Just send us a message and we'd love to help you. See you guys soon on the next episode.